The news on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham. The pressure. There's nothing like pressure. Of finding the audio. What are you doing in Dan's chair? I just wanted to see what it felt like to change up the dynamic. She's paying back because Dan was in Julie's chair last week. (gasps) What? I thought I'd see if the universe would explode. I did not know this. It happened. (laughs) I didn't agree with it, but it happened. Oh, that poor Honda. That's not a lawnmower. That's Dan's (laughs) precious Honda Civic. Dan, what happened? I don't know yet, but I think I have to get a tow. So I've I've contacted a friend of mine. Ooh, my voice cracked. Contacted a friend of mine. <laughs> He's emotional. <laughs> He's in tears. Your right. beautiful Honda. So so where are you in the Honda right now? Well, we're at my place, and I just want to rest assured that the mileage is very low on that car. However, this problem is not uncommon. I think I need a timing belt. Mm, mm. That's pricey. Well, it's better than the whole motor. How do you know whether a timing belt is timing pricey or not? Timing belts are pricey. You need to do them at about a hundred thousand k. She's not wrong. That is true. <laughs> Thank you. And they're not cheap. It's, it's like a thousand dollars to get a new understand. timing belt. Well, this car is pretty simple. I'm hoping that it's not quite that much, but it, it's definitely not something that can be driven right now. I think you have a unicorn in the engine. I would love a unicorn in the engine. Think of the money I could make off Think that. Think of the exhaust right? that would come out. <laughs> be like sparkles. It would be glitter exhaust. Yeah. All purple and pink and... It'd be beautiful. Silver, yeah. So you're going to be riding the bus? Well, I'm riding my bike these days. Actually, work is downtown, so it's not too long a trip for me. Very exciting, you know. Keep Get that locked up. You need those wheels. Oh, yeah. That, that's something I think about often. Really? Yeah, bikes have some big problem around this town. And you live downtown, and we've talked a lot about downtown safety. There was a double stabbing in a in in this building is a is a upscale apartment building. Um, do you worry about safety downtown as a as a resident? You know what I have to say, and and I'm not saying this uh, you know from any kind of weird position or anything. Uh, I think as a guy, for the most part, I don't feel too worried about that. And I don't think, I mean, I, I shouldn't say I don't think, I mean, I have no idea if women feel the same way, but uh, for the most part, I, I don't really feel uh, too scared by much. Um, you know, the back lane gets pretty exciting at nighttime, <laughs> so I tend not to hang out there, but. I have, an, I have an overactive imagination, so <laughs> I get terrified. Like, well, there's a reason I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> And Global News did the story Mm -hmm. of that couple that were walking together at 10 o'clock at night and got attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Are you terrified by downtown? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I won't walk alone by myself at night. As you shouldn't. I don't think you should. And whenever I work at the Forks, I always get the safety walk guys to walk me to my car. That's good. Like if it's it's dark out. See, I always do the stupid decision. I'm like, I'll be fine. Meanwhile, panicking inside. And then I get to my car and I'm like, oh, my God, I made it. I'm good. (laughs) No, that 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 feeling I get that too. Yeah. As soon as you get in your car, it's the sense of relief that wow. nobody's attacked you. That's, yeah, that's a really it's sad. That's a sad. I thing know. To say. I know. The Safe Walk's a great service. My mom didn't know about it, and she's in a choir now that's in a bit of a rougher area. And she was letting me know her concerns about that. 
Uh, and then I told her, I think it's Downtown Biz has a safe yep, walk around there. I they think do. it's all the different biz groups hmm. in those areas that have an available group of people who will walk with you. It's perfect. That was it's thing. wonderful. And it's useful to us. You know, but we you know what? For, for guys, we don't need a safe walk. Mm. Yeah, but you no. do. There's crazies no, I, out there. I, I agree. As yeah. the guy that got bonked on the yeah. head with a sock full of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone's vulnerable. Oh, my voice cracked again. <laughs> Again He's with just the emotion, so Dad. <laughs> so did we all vote? Yes. No. Yes, I had the flu. I just didn't. Ooh. You did. You you stuck with it. I we stuck had asked with you it. about it. Yeah. Maya, 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 Maya. But I don't complain. It's, I don't care about that. You need to get out and exercise your right. People but I, I feel and I have, for your right to I vote. I feel I have the right to choose whether I want to vote for any of these people or not. Not you gotta get you gotta engage in the process. If somebody came up to me and they were like, "Hey, I'm gonna fix this for you. I know exactly what you need," and they met you know some of my expectations, then yeah. Or if they focused on telling me why to vote for them instead of why not to vote for the other person, then yeah, they'd have probably have my a, vote. Have you called up and had a conversation with the candidate? I have not, but have they called me? No, I'm sure they probably did. They'll I don't. Track you I down. don't answer my. Phone. Yeah. They'll see, there you, you go. Go track you. Down. I would have voted had I not been sick on the couch. To be fair, one of the candidates came to my house while I was at work. My mom answered the door, but I didn't know that until after the election. So that didn't. Well, that you have didn't a chance me. again in the federal yes. election. Yes. Yes. I'll vote Definitely. in the federal. There's another one the coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're all going to be on you now. That's Dan. okay. Did you <laughs> vote? Dan Sorry? voted. Dan oh, voted. Yeah, oh, I voted. Yeah, I voted at the lovely Dalnavert Museum, which was the station for my particular part of the riding. Very good. Was it, it busy was when you were there? Very warm in there. Very warm. Sorry? I said, did, was it busy when you were there? Oh, yes, yeah. I think that contributed to the warmth of the room. Uh, there was a lot of people breathing in that space for a long period <laughs> of time. So, Saturday Night Live has rescinded its invitation to a cast member who posted a video last year in which he used a racial slur for Chinese people derided Asians trying to learn English. Shane Gillis oh, used... doesn't stop there. A representative said today the language Shane Gillis used was offensive, hurtful, unacceptable, and the show was not aware of the past remarks that have drawn criticism. Saturday Night Live apologized, saying its vetting process was not up to our standard. In a tweet, Gillis said he respected the show's decision. Honestly, grateful for the opportunity. He said he had hoped to have opportunity to prove himself, but I understand it would be too much of a distraction. He ended with a slight swipe at the show, mentioning that he was always a mad TV guy anyway. (laughs) In the clip, um, on video... Posted in 2018, Gillis refers to an unidentified city's Chinatown as being nuts and used a derogatory word for Chinese people. He also complained about hearing an Asian trying to learn English. Quote off quote. I feel like you can't look at comments made in the past and judge the person because you have no idea how much that person has changed since making those comments. And also, it's comedy. He's not... I mean, I don't know the guy, but chances are comedians aren't doing it to be rude. They're doing it to get a laugh. Dan? So I, I read a bit about this, and um, he also uses, like, pretty homophobic language and stuff about other guys and pe- depressed people and things like that. Uh, and so 
I'm kind of confused as to why SNL didn't properly vet him. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, I'd egg on their face for not doing that. That said, he did do all this stuff last year. So, I, I mean, I'm generally the first guy to say, well, you know, give the person a chance. People grow. They're, everyone's a series of good and bad events. And, you know, sometimes things change. But, I mean, if he did them last year, I feel like the odds are he's probably still fairly close to that. Again, I don't know him, but. <laughs> so what do you think about the vetting process for some of the candidates that are running to circle back to the mm. election? Mm. Um, you know, conservative leader Andrew Scheer says, you know what, if people are remorseful and they say that they've learned and they've grown, we're going to still let them be candidates. But, you know, is there a timeline where you go, OK, you said it five years ago, maybe you've grown. You said it last year, maybe you well, haven't. I'm looking at seeing what Amy said here five years ago. Oh, dear. (laughs) Don't look me up on YouTube. Um, So how do you feel about that? I I do believe that people can change, and I do believe that we shouldn't always judge anybody from their past experiences. God forbid anybody (laughs) knows some of the terrible choices I've made in in my past, or maybe I've said some things that I hope weren't recorded. Um, We all have said stuff that we hope. Yeah. was not recorded. Yeah. But yeah. that was back years and years right? ago. It's a completely when people different were time. Holding their cell yeah. phones out at you. Yeah. You and have to be careful. You do have to be careful. I think it's important to know what the person's intent is behind a a certain phrase or a joke that they're using. And I like to get a sense of the person seeing them and if they're interviewed and what their response is to those particular comments that they made. If their response is that they don't care and they were trying to be funny, I still don't agree with that particular racial, you know, awful insult. Maya. I think, oops, sorry. I I mean, like Amy's saying, I think... You can't just judge the person and yeah, they said these things last year, you know, Julie's asking, where's the timeline? Well, look at the character, look at them now, how they act. Do they actually believe in these things or were they just trying to get a laugh? Dan, quick last word. Yeah, I think it's got to change at some point. The next group of politicians coming up in this world all have been online since they were a child. So I think there needs to be some kind of measurement. Mm. Dan, Maya, Amy. The Monday panel on 680 CJOB. Thank you all. Thank you. The news on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.